0: This week, uh, Simon was meant to be speaking on look where I am and thinking mostly about our family and our house. Simon will build on this over the next couple of weeks. So just a couple of thoughts from me today. Where are you placed? You're placed in a family. Whether you are married or single, engaged, divorced, widows, you are part of a wider network of people. Some are biological, some are not, but you are in a family. And as I hope you are grasping so far from our talk series, God has a plan for the places that he puts you. So therefore, God has a plan for your family because that's where he's placed you. And he has a plan for you in the family that you are placed in. Proverbs 24, as Coley has just read to us, reminds us that families have to be one of the most complicated places that we have been placed. He goes on to talk about conflict, doesn't it, in the last part of the passage. Uh, It reminds us that relationships take energy and effort and grace and wisdom to navigate. Whether it's around decisions on how to uh, help and support elderly relatives or wisdom about how to deal with an overtired toddler or whether you're a parent trying to work out what you do now your child has left home. Perhaps it's wisdom on how to date someone or not to date. How it's Perhaps it's wisdom on how to support a sibling going through a health crisis. I could go on and on. Family relationships bring joys. That they also create challenges. Enter Proverbs 24 verse three. Let me just find it. It's stuck in Psalm 27. Here we go. Verse three. By wisdom, a house is built and through understanding, it is established. Through knowledge, its rooms are filled with rare and beautiful treasures. By wisdom, a house is built. Solomon, the author of this book, uses wisdom to talk about godly wisdom, talk about the things of heaven that we need to build our lives upon. A house needs to be built on the strong foundations of who God is and what he says. Wisdom comes from listening to God, praying and taking his words seriously. Now, this is a whole talk in itself. I could go on for hours. But let's pause for a moment and ask ourselves, how do I put God first in our house? Why don't we just stop for a moment and think, how do I put God first in our House. Now there'll be loads of little ways that you do that. For example, at bedtime, we always read um, a devotional book together at bedtime. Reading the Bear Grylls one at the moment is brilliant. as a great way of just ending the day by saying, hey God, we've put you first today and we're ending the day with you as well. So let's just pause for a moment. How do you put God first in your house? That will be different for each of us because our circumstances are different. But if we're going to have a house built on wisdom. How do you do that? Maybe that's for you to think a little bit more about this week. The second part of that verse, though, says through understanding, a house is established. So by God's wisdom, a house is built. But through understanding, it becomes established. You see, hearing God's wisdom is absolutely key. But applying it is really important too, and often much harder. The gift of understanding is often challenging because we know what we should do in our head, but actually putting it into practice is really hard. Interestingly here, as I referred to earlier in verse five and six, it talks about conflict. And one of our biggest challenges in relationships is conflict. The ability to argue well, to forgive fully and resolve issues. Whoever that is with, with a spouse or a sibling or a parent or a friend, forgiveness and conflict is one of those areas where often we know what we should do in our minds, but actually doing it is a lot harder. The heat of the moment takes over or, uh, we say stuff that we didn't mean to or we feel the pain of stuff that happens to us and we can't get over that. Conflict is one of the biggest challenges in our homes. We need to listen to what God says about that and we need to ask for his wisdom and then we need to put it into practice and that could be meaning that you have to allow God to heal you of pain and hurt from another relationship. It could be that you are having to allow God to forgive yourself so that you can forgive others. I don't know what your situation is But through understanding, a house is established. We need to hear God's wisdom so that the house is built and then apply it so that we create homes that are full of his understanding and his kingdom ways and rules. So again, the question could be, what aren't you doing at the moment that you should be doing? What have you heard God ask you to do about your home that you haven't put it into practice yet? How are God's purposes in your home working out? Are you an active participant in making that happen? Again, something for you to think about this week. My final point, though, from uh, verse three of chapter 24 of Proverbs is that we do need God's wisdom. We need to hear God's voice. We need to have understanding and actually do what he's asking us. But we also need knowledge. Knowledge on family situations is everywhere. Do not Google. It will send you down many places. But who are the people who are around you whose knowledge you respect? Who helps you understand how to be single in a godly purposed way? Who helps you uh, to know how to be a great teenager in a family who's living well for God? What books could you read or podcasts could you listen to that might help you understand how to parent well or to do any of the things around the home well? We have so much knowledge at our uh, fingertips. Let's find the trusted and good voices who are going to use their knowledge to help us understand something of who God is and how we establish his house, his home and his purposes. Wisdom, understanding, knowledge, amazing gifts from God that help us to understand the plans he has and how we should live in the families that he has placed us. And I love the last bit of that verse, uh, chapter three, uh, verse three. What do these things produce in a house? Rare and beautiful treasures. This is the promise, friends. What are these? These are the promises that God has for us. Again why don't you pause what what is it what is it for you to have a house filled with rare and beautiful treasures for me it would be to have happy growing jesus loving children that would be a beautiful treasure for me and is a beautiful treasure for me also though as i think about beautiful and rare treasures i want our family and my home To be a place where people can sit around my dining room table and experience something of God's love, whether they know of God or not. That is a rare and beautiful treasure that I long for God to build in my house. Oh, so what are these things for you? God has a plan and a purpose. He's placed you in a family. Think about your homes. Think about the people you relate to on a daily basis. What wisdom, understanding and knowledge do you need? Why don't we make some space this week to seek God on these things so that our homes can be full of precious and rare, beautiful treasures. So before Jane prays for us in a moment, I'm just going to ask us to pause for a moment. What is God saying to you today and what are you going to do about it? Maybe your thoughts are around your house. Or maybe about how you've begun to uh, experience those precious things that he's put in your house. Or maybe you're thinking more about where I've begun. And you're asking God to cast out any fear you're feeling at the moment. Maybe he's wanting to whisper his words of love and comfort into you again. So let's pause together. Let's just ask, God, what are you saying to me today? And what am I going to do about?